Cross my heart, don't hope to die These highways I can't wait to drive Who knows where you'll find me Somewhere across this country Okay, reviewing my day, July 27th. Nope, yep, nope, 27th is correct. Um, so first off, the hour difference is kind of throwing me off a little bit because um, I have it correct on my phone but wrong on my Fitbit. And throughout the day, I'll, I'll kind of like interchange which one I'm checking. And uh, yeah, that, that throws me off. I should probably change the one on my Fitbit. But I have not yet. This morning I drove from Dryden to Winnipeg, about three and a half hours, probably the most boring three and a half hour drive I've had to do yet. That means in the last 24 hours I've driven about seven and a half hours um, from like Thunder Bay to, to the Winnipeg, and that's a lot of driving. It hurts my butt. I'm exhausted. It burns my phone because when I drive I listen to podcasts and uh and have google maps like running in the background i do offline maps not to use all my data but i am quickly running out of data too good thing i got 10 gigs and um yeah just a boring drive there was a lot more uh construction once you get into manitoba so i passed the sign that says you're officially in manitoba kind of wanted to take a picture but i drove by it and I realized, oh shit, I missed it. So I'm going to drive back and I'm going to take a picture with the Welcome Back to Ontario sign. I will say this, the Ontario drive is probably like the best part of the drive until I get to BC. We'll see how good it is there. I imagine it's fantastic there too. But right now, Ontario drive is defeating everything else and it's beautiful. I definitely, I think I mentioned it already, but everyone should take it. Anyways, uh, today in Winnipeg, what I did was I actually met up again with Lisa and Gabby. Um, unfortunately for them, their car broke down uh, in Winnipeg. Um, their alternator broke, I believe. And so I saw that they were in Winnipeg and I was like, yo, I'll be in Winnipeg in like two hours. Um, and they're like, oh my goodness, if our car isn't fixed by then let's get lunch so we got lunch at this little cute place and uh that was good because i actually forgot to take a picture of them on my disposable camera the last time i saw them and i was really disappointed by that so i'm happy that it worked out really well that i saw them unfortunate for their vehicle but when we were eating they got a text message saying that it was fixed they got a lot of little free things from the locals here in terms of like um, towing and extra stuff from their mechanic. Um, so they're very happy, very happy for them that it all worked out for them in the cheapest way possible. Um, but yeah, really nice to see them again and, and chat with them over, over lunch and then send them on their way. And then I went to the Human Rights Museum of Canada. I was told to go there by a couple people. Not super interesting. Today was actually the first day it was open in three months so like manitoba was in lockdown for like the last few months just like ontario was and today it just happened to be the first day that they were open so i went you have to prove that you're vaccinated double vaccinated to be anywhere in manitoba right now so thank goodness i was um i brought my little paper with me that proves i'm double vaccinated and and have been for 14 days so great job luke being prepared on that and so i saw it nothing different really like super different from 
any other museum that you'll find anywhere else. It's more of like a collection of the different human rights atrocities that have happened. And, and some are specifically in Canada, whether it's women voting or indigenous rights or people with disabilities. Um, but overall, I, I only had like an hour and 15 minutes to tour the whole thing because I got, went kind of late in the day. Nice museum. Not as good, I don't think, as everyone mentioned, but maybe, hey, that maybe that was the first day back. Um, and then I went to this place called The Forks. It's basically St. Lawrence Market, but um, not as big, obviously. And I got a hot sauce for when I come home. Uh, me and my friends were doing like a hot ones challenge and they're like, oh, Luke, when you're out there, make sure you get hot sauces or buy hot sauces from different places. I'm like, oh, that's a really good idea. So today I bought the first one and I'm like a cute little market to do it and support local business. So I did that. And then what else did I do, do, do today? I did something else. Um, there was three things people mentioned to do. And I went to the Bell MTS Center. So where the like uh, Winnipeg Jets play and super boring. Um, wasn't even allowed inside. I hate that. Like, why can't you just tour an arena when it's the summertime? doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so I wish I was able to do that. And then, yeah, those were like the three things that I did today in terms of Winnipeg, other than the lunch with Lisa and Gabby. But then I also saw a friend from University, Olsen, who's been living here for the last two years. So him and I, we went to this one local place in Winnipeg and got some food. And I got bruschetta and empanadas pretty good and then he got pizza and then we went to this bar in winnipeg too um for a drink and uh that was pretty good too overall a very good day um talked to a couple strangers on the street i i someone was carrying onigiri and i was like yo i haven't had onigiri since japan and I loved onigiri. For those that don't know, onigiri is basically just a big piece of sushi. It's like a triangle seaweed rice inside uh, like fish or tuna or some sort of meat, something um, inside. This one's vegan, so we'll see if I even like it. But I asked these people, I'm like, yo, where did you get the onigiri from? And they're like, oh, there was a party upstairs. And I don't know, I just took a couple. I was like useless information i really want to know where you got the onigiri so that i can go and buy some for my trip um because they're delicious and they're fantastic like hiking or walking food because they pack really well and uh pretty easy to eat and good for they're not like massive in calories but they're 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 pretty good in terms of like how filling they are so they didn't know where they got them from then I had a conversation with Olsen about if I'm extroverted or introverted or not. And I've been thinking about this a lot recently. So then I posed the question on Instagram, asking them, asking the audience, asking you guys, if I am introverted or extroverted. And so far, everyone thinks I'm extroverted, except for a couple people, and they explained why. And I agree with their reasoning. So next episode, not this one, because I'm we're only like two hours into the poll. I want to see what more people are going to say. Um, next episode, I'm going to do a whole kind of deep dive about why I think I'm more introverted than people think. I do think I am extroverted in a lot of ways, but I also have a lot of introverted characteristics about myself that I, uh, will make a case for next episode. Other things is I do, I did like a little teaser about 
all trails and across countries. So I do have something to announce in the coming days about all trails and a little collaboration that I have. I reached out to them asking if there was any way that they could support the show and my listeners. So I will have something to give some people um, in the coming days. I really want to do it on an episode where I like review a hike um, because it kind of factors into what all trails does and what they do. So I think I'm going on a hike tomorrow or a little walk tomorrow. We'll see. Um, and then I'll, I'll kind of do something about that probably in the coming days or uh, week about my partnership with them and how you can win something. I believe that was it for my day. Oh, and I passed 3,000 kilometers on this trip. So I've already put 3,000. I think the final number was 3,067-ish kilometers just from this trip. So that's just one way so far, uh, halfway across the country and still a lot more to go. I passed somewhere in Winnipeg too, or Manitoba. That was like, this is the halfway longitudinal middle of Canada. So I think logically speaking, that wouldn't be height wise. That would be like middle as in I am reached the exact middle point between Vancouver and Newfoundland or PEI. So that was pretty cool. I'm just remembering that now as I'm talking. Other than that, nothing happened today. And now I'm lying in my car recording the podcast and I'm probably going to watch either a movie or I still have like two more episodes of The Office that I've downloaded as I sit in a Walmart parking lot and then I'll upload this tomorrow morning. And with the hour-long difference, again, I know I mentioned it on the last podcast, but that will mean that the podcast comes out a bit later. I, for, I think I forgot that part um, as, like, the really key message there is that uh, the podcast will be coming out a little bit later for you East folks, Eastern Standard Time folks, now that I'm in the cool standard time zone, as they say. The cool kids say that, not me. I say central standard time zone, but the cool kids say the cool standard time zone. All right, peace. Today I might just quit that nine to five and drive everywhere beneath clear blue skies and maybe I'll go on a hundred hikes. I pack my life in this SUV and may just travel endlessly across these countries. I hope to find just where I'm meant to be. 1400 hours later, when these roads have become home, I'll have met so many mountains, great lakes and every stone. I may seem far away, but just a call away by phone. Cross my heart, don't hope to die. These highways I can't wait to drive. Who knows where you'll find me?